In the last episode, I had the wonderful opportunity to speak with the CEO of the expert of choice, Marilyn King. She's kind and shares an abundance of knowledge, personal branding, being intentional in our messaging and creating content that not only serves us, but also our audience. But for now, let's take a listen to Justin Wynn. We have Justin here from GetYourGrindUp.com. He's just uh, one awesome individual. Been following his story on LinkedIn, and he's done some really awesome work. So, Justin, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So, like you said, I am the CEO of Get Your Grind Up and a co-host of the Young and Dumb podcast. And basically, just my story in a nutshell is: I was a college student who didn't really know what I was doing in life. So what I set out to do is with my friend, we wanted to talk to some of the best minds, the best young minds in the world and kind of figure out our life from there. So that's what we're doing right now. We're trying to help out the youth with everyone else who is struggling to really find out who they are and what's their story. That's really amazing. Uh, I've got to hear some of your episodes uh, earlier this year and um, you had reached out to me. And when we connected and you're like, you know, what's your story? And, and we had a really good chat a few months ago. And uh, I was like, you know, I got to bring bring you on to the podcast and talk a little bit about a little bit and a lot of it about <laughs> everything that you're up to, right? So what's one of the hobbies that you wish you had? Um, like, do you mean, do you mean like professional hobby or something that I'm working on right now? A hobby could be anything, you know, it could be like writing a book could be you know doing a podcast it could be beekeeping could be cycling it could be knitting could be anything gotcha yeah i mean i wish i guess i wish i was able to read more Mm. so recently i don't know if you've seen my i think last few videos on linkedin Mm -hmm. they were kind of based around reading and i've been trying to read for like the past i want to say like six months or so Mm -hmm. like really trying like put read put down a book try to read the pages but it just wouldn't work for me so what yeah what i've started to kind of realize is i'm more of an audio person because i can listen to podcasts for days absolutely but i can't read for days and i have like an hour commute to school 30 minutes to an hour depending on traffic yeah so what i've been doing lately is just downloading audiobooks and reading but through my ears rather than through my eyes yeah no that totally makes sense i'm the same way i wanted to read a lot of books and i was like ah you know i, I it's great that you can pick up a book and start reading, but it comes down to, okay, how fast can I read? An audiobook, you know, these guys are professionals. They, they read books for a living. Um, so it's it's definitely helped me audible. And I've gone through many books. Uh, there's actually books I started and that I need to finish up. But um, I think somebody was telling me that the main meat of the book is in, in the first 50% of it or first 45% of it. It definitely increases your mind. You, you're constantly growing your mind. Most definitely. Like just for instance, I, I've been probably on and off reading, like I said, the past six months. And I think I've finished two books. Uh, but over the past week, I finished a book in a week just through the audiobook, just because it's more interesting to me. I can hear the passion behind usually the author's voice who is reading it. Yeah. And it's just more fun. No, absolutely. And depending on the type of book you might be reading, especially if you're listening to fiction books or nonfiction, rather, 
they have a really good performance set up around it. Yeah, exactly. Books are really amazing because people, you know, put in time and, and do the research and we just get them, you know, spoon fed. And uh, even though, like you said, you know, it took you a lot longer to finish two books and in one week you were able to finish one book, which is really amazing. Um, there was, there's this um, website that's been, uh, I've been seeing on both Instagram and um Facebook and uh, I can't remember the name, but they they have basically summaries of books and um, they have interviews from these authors that have written these books. So you can basically consume all of this content uh, for like seven bucks a month or something. And I was like, okay, this looks interesting. And one of the things that they were saying, you know, CEOs read about about 50 books a year. I'm like, how are you able to do that? You know, you that, and so I was like, <laughs> you know, you got to do at least a book a week and, you know, you can get to 50 bucks easily. You're probably going to, you know, take two weeks off for vacation or whatever. <laughs> exactly. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. So it's, it's really awesome. Um, so what kind of books are you focusing on listening to? Um, so right now I'm... I'm trying to listen to a lot of the, the the staple books. So think of like Four Hour Work Week, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Basically, trying to cover the basics that everyone tells you to listen to because I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, had a chance to read them yet. So I want to cover the basics before expanding out into something, I guess, more niche or anything like that. But the, got it. Yeah, the first book that I did listen to is The Third Door. And I recommend it to anyone. It's a really amazing book. Write it down, The Third Door. And I'm sure you've heard read Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. Yep, yep. <laughs> right? That that book is so powerful. Um, so talking about hobbies and talking about getting the podcast out there, what are the different ways that you're promoting your podcast? Because uh, being part of the Anchor community, which is you know, which is, which is how I got started with podcasting and, and, uh, the ease of use of the application. And I was, uh, looking at some of the other things people are doing. They're like, yeah, get your podcast on every platform that you can think of. So what have you, what have you uh, done so far? So for like podcast promotion, what we've been doing is we've been taking our podcast, our main piece and then slowly mm -hmm. cutting it up into little micro pieces of content. So from each, I guess, episode, yeah, you're creating five pieces of content from it. And these five pieces come in the form of one quote. So we'll mm -hmm. take a quote and then we'll put it on either, we'll put it on both our Instagram story mm -hmm. as well as our regular post on Instagram. Okay. And then we'll also take a 15 second, a 15 second to 30 second clip snippet mm -hmm. and then we'll put that onto our story using headliner nice and then we also started we're gonna actually start today where we take a minute clip mm -hmm. and we post it as a regular instagram post nice so through that that's i think five pieces of content right there and then we also yeah yeah, we also send that to our guests mm -hmm. who are on our show. And since most of our guests have a good amount of social media following, yeah, um, they have that swipe up feature on Instagram. So when they are able to do that, then it's easier to convert people to listening to our show. That's awesome. That's absolutely something I need to be doing. I mean, I haven't, I'm, I've just been uh, just posting it on the regular platforms. And uh, I think recently what I did is uh, I found a way to create 
a blog post out of each of the episodes. So I can easily just import and whatever text I have of the episode becomes part of the blog. Uh, so that's been pretty good. I, I, I've got to do more of it. I've, uh, Thing I've tested with a couple of them. There's some uh, tools like Otter, which will convert audio to text. So, um, and I was fascinated to find out that 12 minute of audio is about, you know, a thousand to 1200 words per minute. <laughs> wow. That's pretty amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, we, we also have our blog too. Um, mm -hmm. so for every episode that we create, we also have what we like to call their dumb profile okay so young and dumb where dumb stands for dedicated up and coming motivated and bold so we give them that type of profile so then people can learn a little bit about them and then if they want to learn more they can listen to the episode too fantastic um the other thing that i've seen people do and talk a lot about is putting each and every episode on youtube and i was like okay so they're using headliner again right to overlay an audio profile or audio wave format and then it then it did and then they're putting it on uh youtube so i was like okay that's pretty interesting and and this one guy he gets about 91 listens per episode or that's his average it's like okay that's that's pretty good i mean i'm only at uh like 50 something but yeah. uh i mean we're like we're nowhere crazy either we're about mm -hmm. Um, at like a 110 listens okay. per, per episode. Nice. But we have like, we haven't really been taking the marketing side serious. So ever since we have, we, we've basically, um, we've seen kind the of, uptick. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen the uptick mm -hmm. on our listen. So we're just hammering that side of things because nice. before we used to, we didn't create content and that was kind of our biggest yeah. um, concern or not mm -hmm. concern, but like drawback was we were really yeah. serious. So now that we are creating more content and we're seeing the, the, uh, the results from it. Nice. So did, did, uh, the podcasting part start as a hobby for you or did you think that this was gonna, you know, take you where you wanted to go? Um, basically it kind of came out of a need. So mm. have you ever listened to Lewis Howe's podcast? Uh, I don't think I have. So Lewis House has a podcast, um, usually in the top 100, and it's called The School of Greatness. And okay. Lewis House is a very influential figure. He gets to have guests on like Gary Vaynerchuk, um, Tony wow. Robbins, Serena Williams, basically like the untouchables of the world. And when I was listening to his podcast, I thought it was a great podcast. He gets good information, but these mm. two lives aren't really something that I can necessarily relate to. Yeah. So what... I wanted to do is find someone who was like me, someone who was in college or around my age who didn't really know what they wanted to do. And then they found yeah. something that they really liked, went a hundred percent into it and then nice. found success from it. So I got onto a Snapchat phone call out of all things with my friend, Gary. Yeah. He was in England at the time studying abroad. Mm -hmm. And we we're like, dude, let's start a podcast. And he's like, well, I know zero about starting a podcast, <laughs> but let's do it. So that's basically the origin story of Young and Dumb. We sat down, figured out a name for it, and in yeah. two or three months, we got it all laid out, and then we started the podcast. That's that's really awesome. Um, you know, it, it always takes one other person to get it going, right? Um, you can you can do it alone. It's 
not easy to do it alone, but when when you have another person, and essentially now you've got a team going on, right? So it, it gets a lot easier. Um, I started. I tried to start a podcast uh, with two of my cousins about uh, seven years ago, basically in twenty twelve and uh, six five six years ago. And I was like, let's do this. You know, we we already had a group chat set up. I mean, we still do right on Hangouts, and we basically talk tech and um, life in general. And now that we're all parents and kids, you know, we talk a lot about parenting and and those things. So it's it's really interesting. Uh, so we're like, you know, let's do a podcast. But since we were in different time zones, and you know, when you're um, when you're settled and you have kids and whatnot, it's it's hard to move. But um, we we managed to get some episodes out, and then uh, everything changed, and then and I had to move. So it's like, all right, you know, I'm gonna. So this year, I was like, okay, this is it. I've got to do something different. I can't be sitting on my laurels and you know having all this knowledge and not sharing it with the world. And then Gary Wainer's Chuck, you know, Gary V's book crush it and crushing it just totally helped me propel and get to, you know, get to take massive action, essentially. The other thing that I noticed, sorry, uh, was uh, the more I posted, the more views I would get, like, the more frequency of posting got me more views or got me more traction. So I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, definitely. Like, so if you think about it, right? If 50 people, well, let's just say if, yeah, 50 people are subscribed to you and yeah. you post one time a week, mm -hmm. you will probably at least get 50 views a week. Yeah. But let's say those same 50 people are still subscribed to you, but you post mm -hmm. twice a week, then you're going to mm -hmm. have at least a hundred views a week. So That's if true. you just look at it like that, then you yeah. can, you can realize that, oh, the more that I post, the more mm -hmm. views I will technically see, but then you have to find the balance of how much relevant information are you posting? Are you exactly. actually like, are you keeping them? Are you keeping them interested into it? Or are you just mm -hmm. content for content purposes? Right, that's, right. That's some, that's the balance that a lot of people have to find. Cause some people that I know they're yeah. like, Oh yeah, I, I post um, every single day and I'm like, okay, that's good. And I take a look yeah. at the content and it's kind of like three days out of the five days are the same piece mm -hmm. of content, just reworded in a different way. And that's never going to be helpful to your audience. It's, it's not, that's, that's very true. And, and I struggled with that and I was like, okay. Um, Cause when I first started, it was all about beekeeping and I'm talking about beekeeping and I'm, talking about okay i'm waiting for the bees that's all i can talk about bees right i can't say okay the bees are here so when the bees are here then they're like all right the bees are here and we set up the set up the hives and set up all the stuff and then you know so it's more like a weekly thing because you're reporting but then what i said okay you know what i can educate people about beekeeping so i d dug up some of the information that i learned and i was like all right i'm gonna talk about this stuff and go deep into each of those uh, areas of beekeeping knowledge. And um, so that was, that helped me get through the week, you know, having at least three, three episodes a week, but um, it all comes down to how much time do I have post production, right? I got to now, you know, if I'm at work, well, I got to do work. I can't be sitting and editing my podcast and uploading it. So 
there's a lot of different things involved. I mean, you got to have, um, like you said, you know, you got to have the balance. Yeah. I mean, for me, like it really comes down to what you really want it to be. Like if you want your podcast to be a top 100 podcast, then your actions need to match that. But if you're doing something where it, you just want it to be a hobby, then yeah. your actions can match that too. And exactly. when I first, yeah, like when I first started the podcast, I expected it to just grow automatically. I didn't yeah. put much effort into it. And it was like, okay, this thing's just going to go. Yeah. But what I realized is my actions weren't really matching up with what I wanted the podcast to do. It's a good point. And yeah. And I thank you. And I would get like down on myself. I'd be like, why right. isn't this podcast growing? Um, yeah. we're, we're not seeing it grow the way that we want it to go. What the heck is going yeah. on? <laughs> and what I realized was we really weren't putting effort behind it. We would literally right. record the episode, mm -hmm. chop it up a little bit, like take out some yeah. pauses and all that stuff. Yeah. And then just throw it up there. There's really no marketing behind it. We would post one picture. Yeah. And when you take a step back and you look at it, you're like, wow, what can you expect to happen when you're only posting one picture about exactly 40 minute episode? Why are people going to come to your page and listen to a 40 minute episode with you talking to another person? Right. Yeah. You have to give them that reason. And that reason comes from that hard effort that you're putting into it. Yeah. No, that's so, that's so, so true because, um, um, I was, um, who's that list? What was that? I can't, I just had this thought in my head and, and, um, it's almost like, um, when you're, when you plant a seed, you need to continuously, you know, um, water it. You gotta make sure the, the surrounding, everything is, you know, in promotion of the seed to grow. And, uh, if you're not, if you're only watering once a week, well, <laughs> that seed's, that seed's not going to grow to the, the, to the way that, you know, that you expect it to, but that's, that's a really good point. You gotta, you gotta have the podcast eff, eff, effort around it. Oh yeah. I remember. So I, I got contacted by, um, this lady on LinkedIn and, um, uh, her, or maybe I connected with her, uh, author Wynn. her name is Wynn Charles. And, um, so when I connected and, um, immediately I got this message from them. Hi, Junaid, can I interview you? Uh, and then can I schedule you to ask when? So basically they're promoting their own self. They're saying, okay, well, our podcast is in all of these places. And the other thing they have was, you know, do not take out silent spots. I was like, interesting. That is so interesting. They're like rules are, you know, babies or pets are not allowed to make noise or kids during our conversation. And if people want to listen to their interview before it's out on Tuesday and Thursday, they must tell when. And the other thing was like, also, it's the worst on our editor to take out silences. So don't do monkey business. I was like, that's very, very interesting because I'm taking out silences for my talks, especially when I'm talking about a subject all the time. But when it's in a conversation fashion, then, yeah, it makes sense. You know, you wouldn't, wouldn't want to take out those silences because um, when we're talking, we have silences and we have ums and ahs as a natural progression of conversation. Yeah, most definitely. Like, when it, for me, we don't even edit out the ums and the ahs and the so's. 
edits. We don't do that. The only thing mm-hmm. that we really edit out is you, and this usually mm-hmm. happens in one spot when we ask our deep thinking questions yeah. and they, they get a little stumped yeah. and sometimes they're stumped for like a minute mm-hmm. or so. So we'll edit that pause yeah. from, yeah. let's say, 45 seconds down to 10 seconds or something like that. So you still feel the effect yeah. of the pause. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah. like I don't Absolutely. think anyone wants to wait a minute. Yes. Yeah. Wait that long. That's right. No, that's true. That's true. I've, I've done that too. Uh, no, that's absolutely, absolutely right. I think that's okay to do because, because then the audience will be like, wait, did, did this, <laughs> did this thing stop or, you know, do I need to <laughs> press play? <laughs> exactly. Skip forward. What What's going on? Yeah. But at the same that's time, right. there's yeah. like, there, I think it depends on the type of show that you run yeah. as well. So my show is very raw. Like we want the real story. We're an interview type of show. So there's yeah. no real point to edit because then you can be changing the narrative if you edit too much. Exactly. But exactly. for shows, That's- yeah, for shows like, um, have you ever heard of Business Wars? Um, probably. So Business Wars is an amazing show. I think it's very well done. Basically what they do is they take big time, big corporate rivalries, and then they talk through the whole rivalry. So just for instance, Nike versus Adidas or Tony versus Xbox, et cetera, et cetera. And Mm -hmm. their show is highly edited. Like they have music behind it. There's no ums, there's no buts, none of that. It seems like an actual television show, television show that's just playing through your ears. So yeah, those types of shows, there's a reason that there's editing to it. But show oh, yeah, like yours and mine, the, it, I think yeah. it, it helps to be a little bit more raw. Obviously, you yeah. can edit, but yeah. I think the, the rawness adds to the interview environment. It, no, that's so true. Um, and I've listened to those, you know, those types of shows where they're highly edited. You know, you've got music, you've got all this entertainment value around it. And it sounds really awesome. And, and, and then I wonder, well... They must be getting a lot of listens because it's so engaging. Yeah, I mean, the editing side can really help your podcast if you know how to do it right. But I think it hurts more if you do it wrong than if you do it right. Because just for instance, like our podcast, if we start Mm -hmm. trying to add um, like little zingers or little sound bites here and there i think it defeats the purpose of what we're trying to do because our 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 narrative is to provide the real in-depth journey of someone who's in their grind right now and i don't think that narrative gets played out if we're editing out all the pauses or if we're portraying Mm -hmm. everyone as this perfect person because we all know that everyone is not perfect everyone says um for the most part Everyone oh, yeah. says, uh, everyone says so, everyone messes up, everyone stumbles every once in a while. That's oh, yeah. human nature. It is. It's absolutely true. And uh, so one of, so most of the times when I do edit, it's when I'm passing out information, right, on a specific topic like talking about, talking about building a beehive or talking about the, the different species of bees. So in those type of episodes, I'll take out the ums and uhs because they're, you know, they're in the train of thought and they're listening to or trying to capture. But yeah, that's absolutely true. You know, we've got to keep the rawness of the conversation because um, it really adds the dramatic effect. Um, 
one episode of um, one podcast that I heard and that they were actually featured by Anchor was um, they did it. They did their recording in a park. They went to Central Park. They had the two <laughs> microphones set up and you could hear the ambience. And and uh, in the beginning, they were just talking about some guy sitting on a bench. <laughs> like, this is pretty interesting. You know, you feel you feel where you are. Um, there's another podcast. Can't remember his name, but he um, basically talked about getting into getting this uh, prank call, well, not a prank call, but this uh, scam call uh, of from this Indian company, and they, you know, he recorded the conversation, and then they visited India. And so you could hear all the, you know, getting on the plane, the plane taking off, and then they're in the rickshaw and then you're driving through town and, you know, whatever environment they were in, you could hear it through the sound. It was like that gave a really good effect. And that thing was like two, two hours long, right? And I listened to the whole thing <laughs> because it was so engaging and entertaining. So yeah, it definitely comes down to what type of show are we trying to put on? Yeah, most definitely. Like another podcast that's just like what you described is, mm -hmm. I think it's called Hashtag Millennial. And okay. basically it was this girl who literally documented her whole journey of being in college. Like wow. the instant of crying because she didn't get into internships, into oh, man. like walking across stage. Like she literally recorded what she did walking across stage everything like wow. that. so she literally documented her whole journey like in a vlog style but just stripped yeah. the audio from it and like it's conversations with her and her mom and everything like mm -hmm. that so that's what i mean it depends on the type of narrative yeah. that you're trying to set nice that's awesome i mean i'm still trying to figure out what hacks and hobbies is. I mean we, I, I like talking about hobbies because i have hundreds of them <laughs> and uh and, you know, uh, every year I'll pick on one hobby and I'm, you know, going all at it. Last year was all cycling. This year is beekeeping. And next year it's going to be beekeeping because I'm going to be harvesting the honey. And um, there's always new th new things popping up. And uh, the one focus I have right now is uh, all about video and creating video and looking to, you know, teach people on how to use their smartphones properly. And for video production and you've probably seen my videos um i've been a little slow <laughs> no um, because right it, it it all comes down to okay how much time do i have i've got to take care of the kids i got you know there's uh there's no infinite time available it's 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 so hard yeah no definitely it it's tough even for myself i've mm -hmm. missed, i think one or two i think i've missed one day for the mm -hmm. uh, 30 days of videos yeah but what it really comes down to is accountability like it yes you we all i think we all know that it does take time to create a one minute video but it doesn't mm -hmm. take that much time like we can yeah. find the time if we really want to find it oh yeah we absolutely have, just have to be self-aware and say okay we didn't find time to do it today how can yeah. we fix that for tomorrow so that we do exactly time so you have to use it as a lesson rather than just learning or looking at it as a failure Good, good point. That is, thank you very much. Because I was like, today I'm going to sit down, I'm going to record 10 videos, <laughs> I'm going to edit them, and I'm going to back post them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I know 
I know it's not going to happen, but at least I can um, maybe get five videos out. But that's a really good point. Thank you for that, Justin. Well, um, it was really awesome talking to you. It, uh, where and we, you know, where can people get to your information? I think I mentioned earlier, getyourgrindup.com, but is there any other place? Yeah, so if you, on all major social media, so Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everything is at getchogrindup, so G-E-T-C-H-O-G-R-I-N-D. And then if you want nice. to visit our website, it's getchogrindup.com. So from, mm -hmm. from there, you can find everything from our podcast to all of our guests to um, our webinars and everything like that. So basically, just, yeah, just check out our Instagram page. From there, you'll find the links to everything else. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Justin, for taking the time out of your day and uh, talking to us. I know it's a uh, busy student life because you got to get your work done. <laughs> it's busy, <laughs> but when you when you optimize, it's, it becomes easier. So, oh yeah, I found ways to make my schedule the most efficient. I think to to uh, to complete all my work. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Justin. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you for having me on. In the next episode. We get to speak with David Calvert. He's always thinking, looking, listening, and writing. We get to talk about some really awesome stories and upbringings. He's an author, a LinkedIn local host, a host for his own podcast, Car Thoughts with David. Tune in again tomorrow to listen to his episode. <laughs>